1: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. It is
2: eight fifty three now. Seven minutes till nine o'clock. Checking the weather today: patchy fog, mainly cloudy with sun breaks at times. A sprinkle is possible with a high of sixty today. That's pretty good. Uh, tonight, partly cloudy, fog forming toward uh, Friday morning, a low of 44. Then on Friday, areas of fog, partial sunshine, but a high of 65 tomorrow. So 60 days, 65 tomorrow, 57 and sunny on Saturday, 58 and sunny on Sunday. Great, four days coming up. It is partly cloudy and 49 right now. In studio, Emily, how are you?
3: Good, how are you?
2: You know you've never told me your last name.
3: It's Cradowell.
2: It's pronounced Cradowell. Yep. Well, you left out, like, four letters. You, you can't just leave out letters. I know. You che- so it's Cradowell.
3: Cradowell.
2: What's about the ch-ch-ch part?
3: It's the, it's the check part in me. I don't know.
2: Oh, you're, oh don't tell me you're check. <laughs> I'm check. My wife is
3: check. Oh, well, you're lucky. Oh,
2: my God, I'm surrounded. <laughs> That's all I have to say. So, Emily, uh, you were going to ask me if I'm... Yes, I did complete my 12-unit deal. So then I come back like once every, what, couple of months, do check ins, that kind of deal?
3: Yeah, we say after um, the 12 treatments, come in once every six months, do one treatment just to kind of keep on top of it. Yeah, that's a good so idea. To prolong how long? But the I'm going to come by
2: is. anyway just to know you guys. I would love that. Again. I'm going to stop. You don't have to lie, just because you're a It's a different deal. We're t- <laughs> God. Uh, in any case, moving forward, uh, tell us all about the program.
3: Yeah, so it's, uh, we're we're at, our clinic is called Twin Cities Premier Health. Uh, We treat erectile dysfunction. Uh, We use a treatment called acoustic wave therapy, Mm -hmm. which uses uh, acoustic sound waves uh, to penetrate the tissue in the skin and reach the blood vessels to uh, basically help heal them, clear out any plaque that's in there, Uh, uh, triggers the immune system to repair them so that you get better blood flow to get better erections. Um, And it's uh, a process that we recommend doing around once a week, Uh, you know, uh, uh, average number is about 12 treatments. Um, But the, the goal then is to treat the underlying issue that can cause erectile dysfunction for many people.
2: And what is that? What is that blockage all about?
3: Um, over time, whether it's genetics, aging, sitting, and years of you know, sitting and driving, um, or just you know, plaque buildup, you know, the blood vessels can get plaque that builds up in them. Um, they can get narrowed, damaged, and then you're just not getting great blood flow to be able to get and hold an erection. And that's the whole point of an erection, is to get the penis to fill with blood. So if the blood flow is compromised, you're not going to get erections like you used to.
2: How often do, every day do you say the word erection?
3: I probably say it about a hundred times
2: a day. You make sure there's like a wall between you and whoever you're talking to? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I would imagine that's probably true. Well, I did, uh, I I cut some uh, spots yesterday. I don't know if you know Bruce from your advertising agency uh, in Los Angeles? No. Bruce, uh, I cut a couple of spots with him for Dallas and here, so that'll be nice. But it was kind of interesting because I'm talking to him, and he we talked a lot about he's, he's a radio guy too, and you know does voiceover and all that stuff. We were talking about all kinds of different stuff, and then we started doing cutting the commercials, and they were all ad-libbed commercials. And it's funny because I did the exact same thing you just did. About every other word was. Yeah, this morning I woke up with an erection, and that hadn't happened. And it's, you know, you <laughs> figure, I'm cutting a commercial, it's going to run on the radio, and I, it's, it's interesting.
3: Just casual yeah. conversation. Yeah,
2: but don't you think we've come to the point where we should have been long ago? Where it's hey, it's the human body, relax.
3: Absolutely, I think you know the thing that I'm noticing a lot with the patients that I see is that it is it takes so much for them to come through the door, and then after yeah. they get through yep. the door it's a lot, uh, it's like downhill from there. Um, And it's just something that's not really talked about. When you're age 40, 40% of men have erectile dysfunction. And that number goes up to 70% by the time men reach age age 70. And it's something that's very common, but it's not talked about. And there's not a lot of really good options for treatment. Um, You know, you can do pills, you can do injections. Those don't treat the underlying issue, they just help with the symptoms. Right. If those stop working, your other option is the mechanical implant, which there's no going back from once you do that.
2: you get a little like garage door opener with that?
3: I think you do. I
2: think you do. I'm not <laughs> kidding. It's like, hey, if I better open up the schwants. It's time to go. Now, it was really kind of fun yesterday because we talked at, at length about. Well, what was that all about? Because a lot of people don't know what we're even talking about yet, Mm -hmm. because it's a fairly new idea.
3: Correct. Yeah, it it got picked up. Uh, it was in Europe before it hit the United States. It hit the United States within the past decade. Um, the, the machine we use uh, for emitting the sound waves is a medical device that's been in the medical field since the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've heard of lithotripsy, it's used to help break up kidney stones. Right. Um, orthopedic clinics use it for ligament and tendon injuries. We use it in wound Uh, wounds to help with healing. But in the past decade in the United States, we found it can help with erections and treat the underlying issue.
2: How how did they not know that right up front that it would?
3: They probably weren't playing around with with it on their genitals for some time. Playing around (laughs) with their
2: genitals. Okay. That's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to, no, it's not. Uh, In any case, you know what's kind of fun about doing the interview with Bruce yesterday for the commercials is we were talking about, well, how did this go? How did that go? And I said, you have to understand, you now, Bruce, you've never met me so you don't really understand. The the three of you would understand this that when I walked in, I you know, I didn't know what it was all about. I had never seen the uh what what is the unit called? Is it called a unit? The well, vibrating I call unit it a
3: gun, but I don't know
2: if that. You know, it kind of looks like a gun. Well, it looks like a penis gun. It, it does. Do, it, it looks just like a penis but shaped like a gun. Well, it is. I'm, I'm a 12-year-old. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're falling apart. I mean, uh, but, you know, I walk in there, and I don't know how to do this or whatever, so I'm just going to follow his lead, and we're going to be good to go. Uh, so you, when you walk in, you disrobe from the waist down. Yep. And I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Then you get up on, on a... What are those kind of gurney things called? The right?
3: exam table the exam with the stirrups. Table. Yep. Yes,
2: with the stirrups. You yep. put your feet in the stirrups. So you're naked from the waist down. Winnie the Pooh, yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just wearing a jacket, that's it. No shirt, just a jacket. <laughs> that was Winnie the Pooh, wasn't it? Yeah. You wear a yeah. jacket re- but no he shirt. Red shirt, yeah. Like, why would you wear a jacket if you're not wearing a shirt? Try the shirt first, Right. Yeah, But anyway, so I walk in there and he says, okay, you just disrobe from the waist down and then hop up in there and put your feet in the air and then slide toward me. He's doing all that stuff. So I literally just went the radio route and started telling jokes. Because what else are you going to do?
4: Yeah, it's, it's. I think it would be worse to just everybody's dead silent as you're oh, be naked with this <laughs> penis gun. Like you got to <laughs> say something. You, have to, you can't just sit there in silence. You have to say something. Uh, don't you?
2: Yeah. I couldn't agree. But that's how the kind of thing i don't know if you've noticed that when we walk out of there we're both laughing every Mm -hmm. damn week Mm -hmm. because it's the same situation by the way he is such a smart ass
3: oh yeah (laughs) they all are all our med techs we have we have all of them two females two males um medically trained very professional but if you if you get them joking with you they'll uh they'll really push your buttons
2: now do you do the procedure as well
3: I don't. Um, I not think so. Right? I, I do the consultations. I go over their medical history, medications, uh, make sure there's no contraindications to doing this. Um, and then the medical technicians are the ones that are specifically trained uh, by the uh, medical device uh, rep. Uh, we get the, the machine from a medical device company so they get specific training mm-hmm. and um, uh, they're the ones that have uh, the proper training and experience in it
2: yeah well, that makes total sense but but I, got, I I just like people to know seriously if you you think oh my God do I want to do that it's there's nothing to it it takes about maybe 15 minutes mm-hmm.
3: yeah it's it's really you know, simple I like like tell that to people you come in you do a treatment it takes about 15 minutes and you carry on your day there's no downtime there are no restrictions right. And we and have
0: some people writing in with a few questions. Actually, oh, Emily. love to hear it. Eric uh, wants to know, Emily, when will this uh, ins- when will sh- insurance cover this treatment? He said it uh, seems like a better and safer option than chemical treatment. So he's just curious when that might be around the corner.
3: Yeah, that's a great question. As of now, um, why did you say that to me? Well, you that's asked a great question.
0: Well, it's, Tom. Just,
3: it's just implied that you asked.
0: <laughs> okay, sorry,
2: I'll get out of your way. It's a blue moon when I do it. So. <laughs>
3: Um, it's not yet covered by insurance. Uh, it's considered elective at this point, and, uh, you know, all, all great and new uh, procedures take time before they can get uh, insurance on board, and so there's no timeline set for when we can expect that, unfortunately.
2: But why not? That makes no sense. I know. It makes people's lives better. Why wouldn't it be covered by insurance?
3: Uh, that's a great question. It's, uh, it, it's a it's a really simple procedure. It's effective, um, and I don't I don't know why insurance hasn't got on board Very yet. It odd. might be that it's too new,
2: but oh, you it's think maybe it that might be? It's possible. Although yeah. insurance now, I, I hate, went to the hospital because I, I got I had a problem with my right eye, so I went to the hospital, and had some scans done and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, well, in- twelve grand, and I was there for about two hours.
4: Yeah, Jesus.
2: Well, and I would assume because it's
4: erectile dysfunction is so common that insurance is like, well, we don't want to do that because then everybody would be using it. and Now we would probably cost them more money, you know, what I mean, because they would rather have you get their insurance and not use it. But if everybody's going to use that service, it probably isn't as incentivized you ever see that United Health building on 169? Oh yeah, they're not hurting. They're they're not, not hurting. Do you think, so like in the dentistry field, for example, like you used to have to go into, get like your teeth whitened or cleaning and then they started to develop at home devices do you think that in the future that this is something that eventually you could just go online and buy your own penis gun and do the work at home
3: actually they do have um some devices they advertise that you can buy online but the problem with them is that since it's not a medical grade device there's Mm -hmm. no calibration it's not set to a you know you can't adjust it like we do with each patient and um it's probably not sound waves that are being emitted it's probably just compressed air and so oh, there's not sure. a lot of uh benefit to buying the at-home ones we're finding that it really doesn't do anything
2: so why i'm gonna ask this of you and Brittany: why is it always the men that have to get the work done the women just sit oh around, shut got nothing up nothing to do I never have, had, have any problems? no
5: no you're ta- you're asking the wrong person that as somebody who's been in infertility <laughs> clinics like most of her adult life I have had more doctors inside of me casually than you'll ever have, (laughs) sir.
3: Yeah, I got to say, when people have to, when the guys have to get on the exam table, feet in the stirrups, I mean, I'm not not a sadist, but there's a slight satisfaction. Yeah, I noticed. (laughs) I have noticed. Emily.
5: (laughs) You're doing God's work. Thank
3: you.
2: You're doing God's work. Is that the ticket? Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Is there um, a non-stirrup option? Could I just,
2: like, stand in the middle of the room like a no. superhero
4: with my hands on my hip?
3: And... That would be very awkward for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, that would be because the guy would have to lay on his back and yep. <laughs> straight up in the That would not go, look good.
3: The, the device runs along the shaft of the penis, and then you have to hold up your testicles so we can do, like, the perineum area.
4: Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Never mind. Probably well, not. Kevin,
5: we'll let you wear a tool belt when you go on this. Yeah, yeah well, that's there a good go. idea. Yeah,
4: a little construction type outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get ever get tired? Because I'm sure you hear it every time. Like, well, buy me some dinner first. Like those cliches. Oh,
3: oh yeah. yeah, I've heard it. I've oh, heard it yeah. all. Good, bad. You know, creepy. I've heard it all. <laughs> well,
2: my first one when they when they told me to pull up my testicles, <laughs> and I said, I looked at him, and I don't. It's the first time I ever met him. I looked and I said. God, I'm so sick of I do that all the time. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just another like, Tuesday. <laughs> it's just another Tuesday. Tom holding on to his nutsack. That's it. No, I. one thing I should make very, very clear is you will not feel uncomfortable when you go to Twin Cities Premier Health because everybody's just very relaxed, you know, doing their jobs, and, it, you know, it's not a judgmental deal at all right. because some people, I think, they don't like go and have procedures done because they'll, well, they'll they think I did something wrong, or did I eat too much, or did I drink? too much. It's not like that at all. No,
3: not at all. It's we know this is a sensitive subject for a lot of people. Sure. We try and make it as comfortable as possible. We're all professionals. We're all medically <clears throat> trained. We all have medical backgrounds, um, so we try and you know make you as much at ease as we can. Um, and we even say you know if you feel comfortable bringing your partner in, go ahead and do that because it. Uh, seems like it helps when the partner's in it you know makes the patient feel more comfortable and then it helps when the partner knows what you're going through too and then they have a better understanding of why we prescribe homework
2: are you taking a shot at me is that what no, you're doing not
3: at all. by
2: coincidence the only time Catherine ever showed up was at my last procedure right mm-hmm. and we we're going to the twins game that tuesday night that was a playoff game uh and I go in, and I'm having the procedure done, and I keep getting phone calls while I'm in there about our tickets. And I said, well, I can't do that or whatever. So I quickly buzzed Catherine. I said, Catherine, would you come in here and grab my phone and just call them back and say we'll get the ticket, blah, blah, blah. She says, I'm not coming in there. <laughs> I said, what? What?" She goes, I've seen enough. I don't, <laughs> want, it. I don't want to be in there. About it. So that... Having a wife with a sense of humor probably does help. It
3: definitely helps. Yeah, but it helps so. when you've got a supportive partner because, uh, you know, in between treatments, we encourage any sort of sexual stimulation, and mm-hmm. so I say bring your partner in so that, you know, they know we're not lying about that. Right. <laughs> no, I think it.
2: Oh, you know, so in other. Words, the guy, honey, I'm making this right. up. <laughs> we're supposed to have a lot more sex. Yeah, the
4: doctor prescribed a couple <laughs> rounds a day.
2: <laughs> it's it's not, exactly it's doctor's right. orders. yep I just think it's a. We're making some great leaps in in uh, treatment mm-hmm. of certain. Well, and like I said, it's non-invasive. Yep. So if anybody thinks they got to you know take her deep, that's not the idea at all. <laughs> Just... Well, no, because it looks like a penis. I'm sorry, but the gun looks like a penis. Oh. So you I'm not gonna go.
3: Yeah, we keep it purely, solely on the skin surface. Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to make yeah. that very clear.
5: Men are such babies. Like, oh, you're going to have to put it on your skin. Oh, that's No, no, so no. Cruel. We're not
2: talking about putting it on the skin. We're talking about taking her deep. You know what, Brittany? I know. You to understand. I really don't understand. <laughs> you to understand, Brittany. Just you know, even, know it's so oh, easy as a woman. I my
5: legs. Oh, oh.
2: And Brittany, did you have a an email as well? Because when you kind of shook your head, yes, when when AJ was talking about, uh, so got some emails asking questions.
5: Oh no, I was excited because I I was uh, gonna jump in and and mention that when that was the same yeah. one I'd gotten. So yeah. I oh just okay, want I wanted to make sure, sure you got that's it. Such a good question.
2: It is a good question, but yeah, if you have any questions, you just what what how do they reach out?
5: Just jump on the app, and if you go to the top left, there's a little like talk bubble thing. Oh yeah, that's right click on that and it'll say feedback and that'll go to both me aj tevin andy so um and we won't say your last name or we won't if you just don't want us to say your name just throw that in there we won't even have to say your name um and yeah you can ask whatever you want
2: which i think is a good idea because if you have any questions about it um and and look i you do what you do and it, it all works out for you i'm happy for you and all the rest of it I got the call about doing this. I did it. It worked very, very, very well for me. And at first you kind of think, I mean, this is not that big a deal. Is this even going to work? Because it's not yeah. that big a deal. Yeah. If any of it sounds like you're in the stirrups naked from the waist down, and they're putting this penis-shaped thing up your sack. Well, not up your sack, but next to it, I guess. But you'd think it would be a lot more uncomfortable. But I literally just sat there the whole time and told jokes. That's all I did.
5: How yeah. long does it take?
3: It takes about 15 minutes. What, Like, you know, from, from start to finish, your first visit is free. You come in, you do, you fill out some paperwork with your medical history. We do a free consultation, and then we do a free blood flow assessment to see what your blood flow is like uh, from the arteries that supply blood to the penis. Um, then we recommend treatment, and then you can do your, your first treatment that day in clinic. It um, takes about 15 minutes to do a treatment. Uh, it, like like Tom was saying it really should not be painful at all it's maybe no. like a like a thumping sensation but we offer a spray to numb the skin beforehand and we find most people don't need it they tolerate it just fine without yeah i don't
2: need it it tickled a little bit in that in one area it does tickle a little bit i got to be honest but not that's not a bad thing no. by the way if you do, would like to call in instead of texting in 952-600-2575 952-600-2575 if you have any questions about this, that, or the other thing. But, look, I don't lie to our listeners. It worked for me. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. Catherine and I really, it's worked out just fine. Let me good. put it that happy way. happy for you. So, I mean, that's a good thing. Because some of these people go, oh, you know, I. it has happened before where you'd see this guy appear on TV. I'm doing this, and it's wonderful. And then two months later, it's, well, I'm doing a different thing, and it's wonderful. It's like, well, did the first one work? Why would I believe you if you went on to another Completely different thing, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So I'm not going to sit here and tell people, oh no, it's oh, it, it's not a big deal at all. No,
3: it shouldn't be. Yeah.
2: No. It, you said you had two male like
4: technician doctors and two female. Do people yep. get to like pick like oh I'm more comfortable with? A we, male versus a female doctor? We do
3: have people that have a preference, and so we try and accommodate that when mm-hmm. we can. Otherwise, it's a lot of times it's, you know, if you're okay with whoever, it's whoever's available at the time. Um, but absolutely, we have people that have preferences, and we, we try and accommodate
2: that. What do you mean preferences?
4: I don't know. Like, maybe some people are, you get the people that are like, oh, I'm too manly to have another man manly. doctor. You know, so I don't know. Some people are like more, I'm sure you have weirdos that are like, Oh yeah, I want that female doctor, but
2: you know. Oh, my what if you get a? <laughs> you
4: don't think there's, there's definitely weirdos
2: out that there? That's that, that. right. Right? Exactly, Brittany. Well, I've had uh, the procedure was done by a woman and a man, so I've had. It's, yeah. Who cares? Right. Mm-hmm. What do I care? Oh, she's probably never seen a penis before. <laughs> like, what? I mean, come on, right? Have we made great leaps? In the medical field, with people having a lot more faith in how things go,
3: I think so. It I think seems um, like it. it seems like patients in general just know to ask more questions and um, you know do research. I get a mm-hmm. lot of patients that come in that say they've already researched this a bunch, and and I am happy to see that. Um, I feel like we've come a long way with that, and um, people feel like they can be involved in the decision process and make an informed decision themselves after you know, hearing you know, what this is all about and the, the evidence behind it.
2: You know, and I suppose I, this just popped in my head, and I don't even know how to say this, but I would imagine if you did have, you know, maybe playing sports as a kid, you injured yourself in the crotchal area, you should probably bring that up. If there is a sensitive mm-hmm. area down there, bring it up to the clinic. Uh, Because I got to believe, probably just... There have to be some things that it wouldn't feel good around, but if you wanted, they wouldn't go around that
3: part. Absolutely, and that's part of uh, the paperwork you fill out. Is right. They ask right. if there's ever been an injury to the penis, or mm-hmm. if your penis has ever been forcefully bent, you know, during sex. Um, I, another thing too is, you know, we do this treatment for erectile dysfunction, but we also use it to treat a condition called Peyronie's disease. Oh yeah. Where there's a yep. curvature of the penis uh, because of some cartilage or fibrous buildup uh, that. Causes the curve, and we can use this uh, treatment to uh, shrink that that fibrous plaque down and reduce that curve.
2: Do they, don't they call the hand deal pyronies as well?
3: Yeah, uh, like that's kind of weird. <laughs> similar so it can concept. either
2: get it in your hand or your penis, one <laughs> of the two. That's the whole deal. But yeah, I think things are going well. I mean, it's just the whole idea. And as I said, I talked to Bruce yesterday. He's in Los Angeles. I was here we talked about it, a number of different things, and I was very honest during the deal. Uh, talked about it. Well, well. There's. Luckily, you guys don't have any jerks working there either. That's a good no. thing.
3: Yeah, we make sure that everyone's not a jerk. Well, I, don't you
2: think it's a good idea? Because some place you go and it's like that guy is a pain in the ass. They mm-hmm. mm-hmm. don't need that. No. Nope. All right. Anything else we should know?
3: Um. Yeah. Like I said. You know, we do free consultation, blood flow assessment. First treatment is free if you come in. And, and um, so I encourage scheduling that and bring your partner. Uh, it's always helpful when they kind of see what's going on. Um, but yeah, don't be nervous. You know, the hardest part is getting through the door, I say, and it's all downhill from there.
2: I just thought of something. So if you're a gay couple and one guy's doing it and the other one is, is like, I don't need that. That's your deal. <laughs>
4: I think that's a conversation <laughs> for another for another for day. another day. Did,
2: well, you know, what could
4: happen. It did, Tom, you said you cut a commercial for them in, in Texas, for Dallas and Minnesota. Da- okay, so you guys have another location yep, down Dallas there. Yep, Dallas
2: is
3: our flagship clinic, and so okay. um, this uh, Twin Cities uh, clinic in Edina is our second clinic. Okay, because yeah,
4: we had a we had a listener that said she lives in Texas. And was asking if you guys had other locations. And so, yeah, I don't know where Jeannie, if you live in Dallas or in that area, check them out.
3: Yep, it's called Dallas Premier Health.
2: Dallas Premier Health, Twin Cities Premier Health, Dallas Premier Health. Did you have somebody? No, that was actually what I was going to bring up. So
0: oh, you were bringing the same to, thing to beat me to the punch. I'm Look put, at that. Or to the,
2: hard. to the acoustic wave
0: yeah. therapy session, I guess he beat me to. It all works out. I don't know, I was trying to make a bad. No, no, <laughs> I was going to say
2: <laughs> beat you to the erection, but I was yeah, like, That's I don't weird. know. And eh, whatever works. Well, I'm glad you came in. Thank you. You, you should come back more often.
3: Yeah, you know, I'm, keep I'm happy to.
2: So, again, how do you reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health?
3: Oh, that's a great question. We have uh, an email. Because I happen have to a, know. Oh, why don't you go ahead, Tom?
2: <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. <laughs>
3: well, I knew and we had a website. <laughs> I just don't remember our phone number off the top of my head. I always have to look at the card. I actually
2: don't have the – oh, you know – the thing about that is i always put my cards right under the garage door opener so it's down in my car i think aj can come up with it though he's very good at that kind of thing what are you doing oh is the phone number on here thank you you could have just read it yeah we want the official voice of the twin cities for health can you see a phone number on there
5: 952
2: Two, three, four, three, two, nine one. Two three four. that's pretty good three four nine one you said
5: mm-hmm. uh it's nine, five, two, two, three, four, three, two nine one. Three two nine
2: one. okay
5: yeah
2: all right emily come back nope. actually i think see i think people getting comfortable by listening to this conversation because there's nothing serious about oh my god there's we should warn you about this one part it does not hurt it does not take forever it's not a big deal at all I uh, completed my my uh, series of 12. It's usually 12 treatments. Usually, is that correct?
3: Yep. It can vary depending on yeah. if you have the curvature of a pe- of the penis, if you, you know, how your blood flow is, you know, medical history all that. But usually it's about 12.
0: Yeah. Emily, one last question from a listener here. They want to know if there's any discounts like military type stuff.
3: Um, actually, we do offer specials, Ooh. and so we have um, patient care coordinators that uh, work with us, and um, they are the ones that go all over pricing, financing, uh, specials, or promotions. And so if you do come in for that consultation, uh, you'll, we can have a, a patient care coordinator meet with you to go over all of that so that you get the full idea of you know what this is all about.
2: It was so funny the last time Emily was here after I ran into it, that session, I went in the next day I ran and she goes, "Next time, have me on longer." <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that when you said that. I to do me. not remember that you definitely said like that to me.
3: I just love talking about penises, you know so. <laughs> <laughs> Hey don't we all
2: Yeah, <laughs> right <laughs> don't we all let me think about that and get back to you. All right, well, behave, and I will see you. I'm going to come in, I think like first week in November I think it is
3: perfect I'll be happy to see you
2: I'll be happy to see you as well but no we're to have you in more often
3: Yeah.
2: because right. I, just, I seriously you're not gonna hear this conversation anywhere else are you
3: probably not no absolutely absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not.
2: not so yeah everybody go check out
4: Twin Cities Premier Health where the hardest thing about the procedure is the erection Ooh. boom you can use huh? It. There you huh <laughs> is that your sale there line there you go that's I mean I'm not saying I should be on the marketing team but if you guys have an opening oh
3: well, here's another one it can be a soft subject
2: Ah! There you go. Why don't yeah. you two kids open up an ad agency? <laughs> what do you say? That'd be good. Thank you, Emily. Yeah, thank you. We'll take a break. Be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Tom Bernard for Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. I'm happy to say I purchased an EV Mustang from Flagship. I love that car, by the way. And I have friends and co workers who uh, bought new vehicles and used ones from this family run dealership. That's just 20 minutes east of the Metro in Baldwin. Whether you want to compare their used car specials, claim Ford financing options, or simply book an oil change or tire rotation, they have you covered at Flagship Ford. New vehicles like the Ford Escape, the Edge, or F-150 pickups with special engine options, as a matter of fact. Flagship Ford can answer all your questions on your next new vehicle. The month of October is the, oh, it's tire month. Did you know that? Yes, it's a big month for me. Liar. Liar. It's Tire Month at Flagship Ford. Fit your tires for your specific vehicle, any model car, truck, or SUV, and get your tires before the snow flies for just $5 over cost. That's a purchase of four new tires with a $70 rebate gift card on top of the $5 over cost on most brands of tires. Flagship Ford, east of the metro in Baldwin, Wisconsin, and online at FlagshipFord.com. That's FlagshipFord.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a
4: split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant for Bradshaw Sean Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life? That's worth the lives of others. I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it.
2: Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at
4: minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
2: With Mike Bryant on your side. Justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant.
5: Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused.
0: I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising.
1: Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit tombernardshow.com, keyword partner. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast.
2: You know, I'm very, very proud of my co workers, Brittany as a woman, and being remote is one thing, but having two guys in studio, because as you can tell, Emily's a very attractive young woman. So, For these guys to jump on and talk about wieners right in front of her, I was very proud of you. Yeah, I mean,
4: 12-year-old me would have not done well in this conversation, (laughs) that is for certain. Probably not. Um, I mean, 31-year-old me also didn't do that great, but uh, yeah, we held it together enough.
1: I thought you did a great
0: job. Nothing wrong with just, you know, some locker room talk, you know?
2: That's exactly right. So when you woke up this morning, did you have an erection? Why, yes, I did.
0: That was a good thing. I'll tell you what, I did not expect that to be a segment on the show today.
2: No. Why? What do you mean?
0: Just I was unaware of what Emily was going to come in and promote. That's oh, you all. didn't know? No, I. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> that was the biggest thing. I got the email from Pat. I was like, hey, we're, we're get, you know she's coming in at nine. I was like, sounds good. I'll throw her on the run sheet. And then uh, about five minutes in, I was like, oh, this is the direction we're going.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we're going to do something different now that the radio doesn't do anymore. We're going to communicate. So next time I'll make sure you know who the hell it is and why they're coming well, in. It
4: was, a, it was a fun surprise. Yeah, and, like, Premier Health, like, I just thought, like, because the health field is such a wide-ranging spectrum of things, mm-hmm. like, yeah, for her to be like, oh, just coming in and talk about penises for,
2: you know. A half hour. A half
4: hour. Yeah, it worked, though.
2: No, you should have been told that, though. I'll yeah. make sure that whoever makes out the deal will tell you.
4: The whole time, all I could think of was the scene from Bad Boys when Martin Lawrence is in the bathroom and he gets an erection, and he's like, because he took, accidentally took some ecstasy, and he's like, to Will Smith, he's like, Mike, I got an erection. Call the wife. Tell her I'm on the way. <laughs> like, I'm on he's the so way. so excited.
2: Well, that's how, for Twin Cities Premier Health, same deal. Yeah.
4: We got an email
0: during the break from Dale, who was listening, and he says, new drinking game. Take a drink every time Emily
2: said the word penis. <laughs> <laughs> I would love be, that.
0: You would be hammered.
2: Yes. Yeah. Drunk <laughs> immediately. <Belligerent. laughs> I wonder if we could have somebody sit through that and listen to it and tell us how many things. It was probably, what, about 30? Oh. Way it, more. Way more whether than 30? It was, yeah, whether under, it was penis erection. Yeah. yeah. It was every other word.
0: Over-unders
4: <laughs> at like 65 yeah. and a half.
2: Really?
0: It, it was a lot.
2: Well, so that's how it should be. You should have it. Yeah, sixty-five drinks would be a lot.
0: But it would. It was. Uh, it was that many because I think it was a, a calm, like casual, comfortable conversation. Yeah. Like it yeah. Was, there wasn't anything weird about that.
2: No, I just have never had that touchiness deal about it. like, well, oh, I don't want to talk about how I had my wiener worked on. What the hell do I care? Whatever.
5: Next. I can't even get over this. This is the least. This is the least invasive way to change your life. That it is hilarious. Is, yes. Like that's what's so funny what? about men. They're like. Oh, my God, are you going to move my balls while you put something against my skin? <laughs> but it,
4: it's not even about, like, changing anything. It's just like guys are very insecure, and so it's, like, more so, like, or oh, are they judging me right now because they think my penis is too small or too big? Does it, does it look weird? Oh, like, is that does, so
5: uncomfortable, Kevin? I, I don't not, even know how Brittany, many people... I'm
4: trying to explain... See, this is what's wrong with America today, is I'm trying to explain some of the insecurities that You're some people might be experiencing, judged. and you want to belittle it, Brittany. You're a terrible person. Um, I
5: can't even tell you how many people were in the room when I delivered go-go. I have no idea. Don't care. Whatever. I don't care. You could have brought the whole right but you're ge- i don't care that's
4: also a little bit different because you're giving birth and you're trying to push this human being out like you don't care whereas like if you're just oh. sitting there in a silent room i'm not saying it's worse i'm just saying Devin, that guys will get in their own head britney
5: you're talking to somebody who has been to infertility pr- like appointments for like three years okay and never has it ever been non-invasive okay let me that's, just tell that's, you that, that's that right fine, now
4: Brittany. we're not trying to compare traumas okay we're just don't saying you. that some guys Ooh. might be a little
5: insecure that's it I'm just saying that this is the an amazing program that would be so easy so if this, right. if this if it's throwing guys off it's like oh it's uncomfortable it's barely you're fine go get your penis fixed. it's great.
2: I just got a text message from the guy that said, God, I'm glad I heard that whole deal because I thought, Okay, so I go in and there's a thing they have that vibrates, it's shaped like a penis. Do they shove that up my butt? (laughs) (laughs) See, Brittany? See, they're very nervous about it. Right. And that's
4: okay. You can be nervous, (laughs) it's okay.
5: (laughs) (laughs) You can be nervous. I mean, it's just something that goes against your skin and we're all having to hold every guy's hand. You're fine. Go to this appointment. It's amazing.
2: Absolutely true. See, I've had like hernia surgery three times. Yeah. And that's a different, that's, that's very invasive. I yeah. will tell you that. They slice you wide open. But yeah, that was from, once you get a hernia from like lifting weights or something like that, mm-hmm. you're going to get at least a couple more. Unless you sit on your ass and do nothing all the time. Then you wouldn't. But yeah, it's just part of the whole deal. I was trying to think about, can you think of like the most nervous you ever were about going in for a procedure or an operation or something like that? I mean, having a baby has got to be very nerve wracking, I would think.
5: I was nervous about like the week prior yeah, like, yeah. like the week prior I was like I you know like it started to hit me that this thing I was growing is going to have to come out mm-hmm. like it kind of was just like a novelty that it was attached to me where I'm like this is hilarious and then once those contractions started I was like I don't even care how this thing comes out of me like that's sure. the gift that mm-hmm. contractions give you is they're so painful that you can't even you're like I, I I won't like at some point they gave me an epidural, which you have to like stay super still for. And it'd be mm-hmm. kind of nerve wracking, right? Like how close it is to your spine. Um, but at the time it's so painful. You're just like anything. So I think that the week prior would be when I was the most nervous.
2: I have never asked a woman this, but when the baby's in your tummy, yeah? you, do your nerve endings in your stomach lessen or can you feel every little move the baby makes?
5: You often feel a lot of the moves that baby makes, it becomes so normal. Like, oh, I used it does. to wake okay. up to like yeah. little kickings, and then I kind of found them like calming when she would move. And oh. at the tail end, the kid is wild because it's just like, <laughs> you suppose, know, yeah. Get me right, here. right? It's ready to I play. Know. Like, let me out! To... Um, but me I would out. have to say, not the bees. Like, the things I didn't know that would happen, they talk about having to pee all the time, and you're like, oh, that's not that big of a deal. But I'm literally telling you, I would go on my, you know, two or three mile walk, mm-hmm. and I would have to. Probably four different times go pee in someone's yard because it's like that <laughs> in their big. yard. What? Well, yeah, if I was on my walk, like, hell? it's like all of a sudden just ama- like this baby either kicks your bladder or pushes on it, and you're like, I'm oh gonna have to pee immediately, and you can't just like not go on a walk, you know? Like, and then the other thing I didn't know that would happen is you get like sciatic, like hip pain that I've never had before. Oh, yeah. It's like your ligaments yeah. are so stretched out there where it's like a sh- like a lightning bolt to your crotch and you're you're you go oh my god why you know so that
2: god i would that would make me very very nervous were you are you are you at first just constantly worried that every day something's going to go wrong i yes. figured i bet i bet that's true
5: oh especially cuz it took us so long to get pregnant that i was like oh my god if you would even I'd be in the room with lunch meat i'd be like i can't be near that because you know that's one of the things you're not supposed to do is eat lunch meat and I was terrified. I didn't even travel. Like, I was supposed to go to a wedding when I was in my second trimester, and I was too scared to be around because it was during COVID, too. I was so scared. And if she wouldn't kick, and if I didn't feel like she kicked for, like, a couple hours, I would have just – I would want to, like, almost go in. And since I was over the age of 35, it's a geriatric pregnancy, so they treat you like a high-risk pregnancy.
2: Oh,
4: really?
5: Yeah, so I was super, I was constantly scared. It was, like, the most precious thing I've ever had in my life. It was, yeah, I was not a cool, calm, and collected person.
2: I'm kind of surprised that they still consider 35 to be an, an older woman because, I mean, w- people live a lot longer now. You would have thought that it'd be 40, at le- at, l- at least 40 to 45.
5: I think, like... Like lifestyle and socially wise, yeah. it's not that big of a yeah. deal. But medically, you're more primed and it's you have a less chance of something happening in your twenties. But like if I would have had a kid in my twenties, oh my God. What?
2: I was not,
5: I was not ready to have a would've kid. Would have been
2: born an alcoholic, anymore. is that what you're saying?
5: Um, it would have had an alcoholic mama and it <laughs> would have uh, um, I wouldn't have had that's money for nice. daycare, so I probably would have had to bring it to work with me. Like me in my twenties. Oh, that's true should not have had a child so i did it the way i was supposed to do it but i
2: yeah yeah i understand that because i was i was 34 when andy was born about to turn 35 when andy was born then alex i was 37 or 38 so yeah i understand what you're saying yeah i'm kind of glad i waited till later on in life but you know i saw a lot uh in the neighborhood of people just you know walking away from pregnancies and stuff like (sighs) that i just like i can't do something like that no way yeah Guys just would not take responsibility for their baby. I mean, it was their baby, but they said, I don't care if my baby or not. I'm not taking care of that kid. That's her problem.
5: You know what would have happened, Tom, if I would have had my baby while I was working at KQ, Mm. that baby would have I would have been so broke that baby would have been exclusively wearing KQ merch
2: all the time. (laughs) Well, nothing wrong with that. There you go. The merch. So what else has happened? Anything good in the news?
5: Um, well, we have a lot of good stories, in Tom's news stories right. is a that's, lot. That's
2: why I yeah. asked. didn't yeah. click on it yet. I always ask first.
5: Yeah, there's some good stuff in there.
2: Um, <laughs> you want to start with how you butter your toast says a lot about you?
5: I'm interested. I didn't put that one up there. but I Oh, know, you didn't? Okay.
2: The only reason that I'm asking you that question is I actually lived with a woman many, many years ago in Florida. And she had to make sure that the butter went all the way to the edge around the bread.
0: Really? It couldn't
2: just be in the middle. It had to be all the way to the crust.
0: Well, I'll tell you. If you read the uh, the article, that's called the
2: total coverage spread.
0: What? And uh, you'll be able to... Yeah, they, they have all... They, that's a real thing you yeah, found? They, yeah, they have all these uh, different... Like, if you only do a little bit or if you do the full total coverage, and some people, like, rip off little pieces and then, like, put the butter on there. Apparently, what you do with your bread... And how you butter it says a lot about what your personality
4: is. Really? I didn't know this was so controversial because they have, like, pictures <laughs> of the way people spread butter on their
1: uh, toast. And
4: <clears throat> some of the ways that they're depicting people spread butter on their toast, if you do this, you're 100% a serial killer because there's no way that any logical person does this.
2: Yes. yeah, see, The glider, you can forget it. There's nowhere near enough butter on the glider.
4: No, no not at all.
2: That's not even close. Have you ever thought about how you spread your butter on your toast? According to Darren Stanton, a human behavioral expert, uh, gliders who glide the knife over the bread for an even spread, something uh, 50% of the 2000 adults polled claim to do, tend to be easygoing and calm in nature. So the glider, see, I wouldn't do, so I'm not easygoing and calm in nature because I would never butter my toast like that. Shocking. I mean, but it looks just like this one little, it looks like you're lazy as hell. Yeah, it looks like you did it on accident. Yeah, exactly. So you got the, uh, (laughs) I love these. They all have names. The glider, that's the one with just the spread from corner to corner. Total coverage, where you literally cover the entire piece of bread with butter. The clumper, where you put a clump of butter on one end and a clump of butter on the other. Oh, that's what you do.
5: I'm a clumper. You're a clumper? I'm a, yeah, I'm a lazy clumper.
2: So I'm a total coverage and you're a lazy clumper. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you guys show up, I want to hear it. Oh, I'm I'm total coverage
4: guy. And like, it doesn't have to be well. all the way to the edge, but it covers 90%, 99%. 100's 100 is yeah.
0: 100.
2: That's all I'm saying to you. All right. AJ, what do you got?
0: Uh, I am the crust avoider, only because, like, I want oh. to be, I want to grab it, but then I don't have the, like, the the oily butter feel on my fingers afterwards. Like I want to like still feel clean kind of.
2: All right. Do you want toast with your spread? There's so much butter on this piece of toast. I don't know if you could even taste the toast. Yeah. That, that looks like when I was in like middle
4: school with our breakfast at school lunches, we mm-hmm. would always try to find the butteriest piece of bread. It was essentially just soggy <laughs> melted uh. butter drenched all over some toast. Ish. But yeah, that would be that.
2: That's all I'm saying. That's good. Ah, uh, the crust avoider, double cider, the tear and spread. I don't know what that means because it doesn't look like there's any butter on that at all.
0: If you um, if you scroll down on the story, they they go more in depth about what each one and then what uh,
4: like the personality traits of each one offer. Oh, yeah. the double cider. So the, there's people that put
2: butter on both sides I've of the bread. I've
5: Never heard of that. That's, in that's my criminal life. activity.
2: That is that is psychopath behavior. That's weird, and that's not spread across the entire piece of toast. It's like clumped on
4: there. Well in, in the picture it looks like it is and maybe just this part in the middle is melted. But maybe, yeah. yeah. It, but yeah, it says both sides. That's no uh, no 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 Why no, would
2: thanks. you want to butter both sides of your bread? Wouldn't it get all over your hand?
4: Yeah, that's yes. what I'm thinking. Or if you like you set it down on your like a napkin or your plate, like it's gonna get butter on yeah. And the who rips the bread and then puts the butter on it?
0: That one's also like you need to be on a
4: watch list. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you think so?
0: Oh my
4: gosh. This
2: is all about toast, man. That story goes on forever, by the way. That story is very, very long. They did the research. They yeah, yeah, apparently they did.
5: So they tell you your personality, and I'm a little annoyed with mine. Um, so on the clumper they say that you tend to do things your own way, fine. And they will generally be the sort of people that run late for their appointments and always think they have more time to spare than they have. That's not me.
2: So. No. I just don't understand. It's a piece of toast and some bread. Put it on there and eat it and shut up, right? You got to have a plan to eat a piece of toast? That you makes can't... no sense. Did you say you're the
5: total coverage? Is that you?
2: Yeah, but but that's because I put so much butter on it, it can't avoid being total coverage. <laughs> that's the
5: problem. <laughs> Okay, so this is what they say about you. They tend to be very precise people who follow their own rules. They are everything in its place type of people. If they had friends round for dinner, everything would be immaculately organized. Is that you?
2: No. Yeah. Immaculately organized? No. Yeah. It's like get your own damn toast. How about that? That that'd be me. <laughs> is there a category for that?
5: Uh, no. But wait, and not. then we. We said the crust avoider is this is what AJ is.
2: Mm-hmm. Everything
5: needs to be in its place because crust avoiders are perfectionists who fear making a mess. As they are orderly people, they're likely to have uh likely great at life admin and are superly, super organized but don't necessarily shout about it. That's AJ.
2: I, Did it. I hate
0: spilling on myself.
5: I do that way too much.
2: Oh, do you? So,
0: like, when I'm buttering toast, it's like we're keeping everything clean.
2: You know, I just realized something. I never, ever get to eat toast during the week. It's only on the weekends. Toast. I can't. I can't remember the last time I ate toast. Yeah, I think me I'm, I'm more of an yeah, English either. muffin
4: kind of guy.
5: Those oh are great. Yeah. solid. Yeah.
2: I like toasted sandwiches. Oh, oh yes. yeah, oh, yeah. I've got like a panini. I've got it. It. <laughs> like a panini press. Yeah, <laughs> we like all that. <laughs> we like that. Went, oh yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. Um, I got to run this by Brittany first, and then we'll get to the guys after that. This makes very little sense to me. Crazy or clever, girls asking guys for a female reference before they'll date them.
5: A Oh, interesting. Would I trust your female reference?
2: But if you're not together anymore, how could it be any good? Yeah. Well, it could be like,
0: a, like a, a, a friend that's a girl or like your sister or cousin or something like that. Oh, so
2: it's not a sex thing. It's just a hanging out thing.
0: Yeah. So yeah. this is like, you know how like when you smit an application for a job. Mm-hmm. You, you, They're like, hey, can I get some references from a pl- past employee or somebody that may know you so they can call and see. This is something that a girl did to find out if the guy that she wants to maybe go on a few dates with, if there's any red flags. Like, is he, <sighs> is he like, does he hate dogs and stuff like that? You know, just find out like the stuff that you wouldn't maybe find out until a couple dates in.
5: Or what a red flag if they didn't have a female reference.
0: That too.
2: That would be pretty odd, wouldn't it? Yeah. I would imagine. So, well, maybe I'll read the story because so, so they want to make sure. Because, I mean, if the guy, if you ask him for a female reference, he's not going to steer you toward a woman who doesn't like him. Right. I think this is ridiculous. I do, I too. I like
5: it. I, I'd be pretty honest about my brother.
2: Your brother? What are you stabbing
4: yeah. him in the back for? Right. Okay, so give but us I some red I, flags.
5: No, I'd just be like, hey, he, uh, I, w- I'm not wanna, I don't want to oh. air his head Oh, air.
4: so, so
2: oh. you are do Oh, backpedaling. Ah, backpedaling. That's what it is. When Sarah dated a man who wasn't always available to answer her calls, she never imagined there would be a reason other than he was simply busy at work. The excuses he gave for not answering his phone, I was very trusting of because it uh, made sense for the type of job he had. The Melbourne single mum tells KidSpot, Sarah and the man were together for three months last year, and all that time she didn't realize the type of relationship they had was completely for his benefit. Really? I never met any of his friends, the 38-year-old member uh, remembers. Uh, I actually didn't see him interact with another person. We always met up privately, and I thought it was a nice, comfortable thing to hang out at my home, but I didn't realize he was wanting that because he was hiding. I didn't read into it what I should have, what should have been very big at red flags. Would you ever trust the guy who said, "Well, I'm not going to go out with you. You have to come to my house, and or I have to come to your house and hang out." No, I've no. I
4: had a a friend of a friend that was in a situation like this where she was like, "Yeah, I've never like he always comes to my house. We never go to his house. We never go out anywhere." And I was like, "He's got something going on." Like, I couldn't. And agree it was more. I think he had like a girlfriend and a whole family or some shit like that
2: unbelievable.
4: He had a whole family? Yeah, and she oh, was like God. shocked. And I was like, you mean the guy that wouldn't tell you anything about him and wouldn't <laughs> let you over to his house? Like That's to the true. point where she would drop him off like a block away from his house and he would walk the rest of the distance. And oh, God. She's like, well, he said it was because he didn't want me to have to like go down the one way and turn around. And oh, yeah.
2: My I, God. I know, come on. You're not buying that one? No. What? Me either. Sarah ended the relationship after her uh, her now ex told her he was going to going interstate due to family trauma and left no indication as to when he was returning. I was worried about him, but after a while, I didn't want to keep waiting, and I told him we should uh, call things off. Shockingly, Sarah soon discovered uh, through a little social media sleuthing that her former partner was not interstate at all. He was actually busy with another relationship we had been in for five years. Oh. Uh, We never went to his house while we were dating because he said he had an obnoxious roommate, but his obnoxious roommate was his girlfriend.
0: In his defense,
2: she could have been obnoxious. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So that might not be
2: 100% a lie. Yeah, you might be right about that. She could have been obnoxious. That girl had actually uh, messaged Sarah during the relationship, and when she approached her then boyfriend about it, he fabricated yet another tall story. She asked me, "How do you know this person?" Sarah said. He told me he was a stalker ex, and not to respond her to her messages. He told me she was a stalker. That's terrible. So he's the biggest prick on ever born, but everybody else is at fault.
1: Well,
4: yeah. I mean, once you're committed that deep into the the lie, you get, yeah, you'll say anything to keep it
2: going. Mm, I guess so. I, I would imagine that's probably what it was. Uh, She asked me, how do you know this person? He told me, you know, the stalker, X, and the whole deal. When Sarah confronted her uh, ex about discovering that post-relationship, he deflected once again, denied all wrongdoing. He gaslighted me, saying I was as crazy as she was and blocked me. I just thought, good riddance. Why were you with this guy? Didn't he show any signs of being a prick other than dating anyway? Because if you're that big a jackass, doesn't it show up?
5: But, like, you know, in the dating world... Like you kind of have to go in so vulnerable and believe people like, you know what I mean? Like it just it just sucks because you kind of have to go, all right, I'm taking this person's word for it. Because there are people in situations that have an annoying roommate or, you know, that maybe feel insecure about their house or their car or something. So it's like I don't I feel bad for her, um, but there is this thing on Facebook. I'm not going to say the name of it because men aren't supposed to know about it but you can communicate if there's any red flags with guys and post their picture and say, Hey, does anyone have any red flags? And the things that come up on these are wild. Like people will come out of the woods and say, I have a restraining order on that person. Here's a screenshot of him talking to me last week. Oh, sure. So, yeah, it's, uh, I think that, I think like the women ally thing or asking for a female friend reference.
2: Isn't that crazy? Like, I think it, yeah, if you could do I it mean, the right way, I suppose. Yeah,
4: but, like, if you're asking, I guess if you're asking, like, the guy to, hey, I need a female reference, I guess maybe he if he's dumb enough to give you, like, his ex that hates him, like, most of the time he's going to give you something yeah. that's going to say, like, when's the last time you applied for a job and they asked for a reference and you're like, yeah, let me put this job that they I was the worst employee at as my reference. You're going to put somebody that's going to say something good about you.
5: Yeah, I would think it's a good thing about you, but I do feel like you could still get some truth out of that yeah. woman. I mean, I would if my they were asking about like my brother, who I love. I'd be like, well, he really likes his routines, and you know, there's like things you could say mm-hmm. that you'd be like, this isn't a negative. This is just like a heads up, right. like about this person.
4: Yeah, I can see that. Or if it's like somebody where they're like, oh, they're more of an introvert and they like yeah. staying in. If you're somebody that likes to go out and do things all the time, maybe it's not going to be a good fit.
2: Was this story thrown in here because Emily was in? Great Dane gave birth to a record-breaking 15 puppies. (laughs) Jesus, Palomino. Isn't that crazy? 15 15. Great Dane. Because Great Dane puppies are pretty large, aren't they? I mean, comparatively.
5: Yeah, they're huge. That's
2: what I thought. So 15, this, this girl was carrying around 15 huge puppies in her gut.
5: Damn, a lamb. That's
2: amazing. That is What what an amazing story that is. We do have to take a break. Be right back. More news coming up right after this.
1: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com.
2: Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn. Trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose five to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. And please let them know that Tom sent you. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser.
5: Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilsky, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known
0: as painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998.
5: When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly.
0: With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day
2: while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business, for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them, or their team, I know I'm working with experienced, professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Tom Bernard is back.
1: Every weekday, you'll hear Tommy B., Brittany Arneson. Yes, that Brittany Arneson. Along with Tom's pals, Kent Herbeck on Fridays, Bob Sansevier, Mike stretch Gelfan, Tim Lammers, and from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Egger and Kristen Burt on entertainment and pop culture. It's Tom and the crew with opinions on news, opinions on life, opinions on entertainment, and of course, opinions on opinions on other people's stupid opinions. The Tom Bernard Show is a podcast so you can listen when you want to listen. In the car, on the way to or from work, at home, on the job site, or wherever you need your Tommy B Show fix. Hear the show on the Tom Bernard Show app in your app store, as a podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, or see it on YouTube on the Tom Bernard Show channel.